Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We're here every single day of the week Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Today's a regular J Train episode. I'm very excited for today's guest. Uh, an OKP to the show. Original key player. So pumped to have him here. Mateo Lane, thank you for coming back. <laughs> I can't handle your energy right now. <laughs> Bringing it. We got to listen. You got to we got to treat the listen. We might be in weird times, but we will not succumb. <laughs> I just think it's so funny because I've been talking to all my gay friends for hours, uh, hours each day playing Fortnite, and every yeah. time I talk to straight people, I'm always like, "Oh, hi!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? What is the difference between the gay and straight speak during these times? What is the what? What do you think the big, the major difference is? Gay people use a different lingo, and you sounded like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Like, <laughs> when, when don't I always to- sound like that when we do this show? Yeah, I know, but my synesthesia, I feel like I'm seeing like a giant monster truck roll over a bunch of like old Chevys. <laughs> That's what I see when you speak. And now, welcome to the J Train Podcast. We're going to take your emails and your questions and your stories. <laughs> what? Is, so what have you been, give us the scoop. What's going on? How has your quarantine been? How are you Uh, holding up? Who are you doing it with? Are you doing it with anybody? Are you on your own? What's going on? I'm alone. Um, I had Corona a month ago and uh, I... So don't you feel like, aren't you one of those people that can like go in the streets and be like, fuck off, I can't get it again? Um, I mean, I wish I had that kind of confidence, but like I don't even have that kind of confidence when I don't have Corona. So it's it's never going to happen. But um, I've been alone. Uh, I've been playing Fortnite, which is a video game uh, that's free on <laughs> the Nintendo Switch. And me and Yamanika play every single day. And we're very so, serious. What is and, the Fortnite? I mean, I remember Fortnite like two years ago was like a huge. Are these things making comebacks? Like all the like things that you like the Nintendo Switch. Like that's been I've been hearing about this. And all I do is just scream out the window. Like I'm, I'm doing nothing different than I was doing before. And everyone's like picking up Nintendo things and. Should well, I be I, getting these I, things? I definitely, but like I, I ordered so much stuff like for a gym that I'm basically just missing a receptionist. And <laughs> I think, hi, welcome to Mateo's. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, it's an excuse for me to wear a wig. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been cooking. I feel no motivation to write any stand. Like I've written down a couple of jokes. Like my friend Nick, yeah. when this all started happening, gays. <laughs> my friend Nick wasn't worried at all. He's just like. I don't really care. This isn't whatever. And then when he found out Dunkin' Donuts was closed, he started losing his mind. And I was like, what's wrong? He's like, how am I going to have my iced coffee? And I said, I'll teach you how to make iced coffee. And he goes, what do I look like? Laura Ingalls Wilder. (laughs) Who is that? I don't even know the reference. Ah, it's from Little House on the Prairie. Uh, (laughs) See, it is is funny. I know. I'm sorry. We, I... (laughs) You should have said Guy Fieri, and then I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Well, the thing is, like, when I do stand-up, every night I'm with straight people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Normally, only gay person. So now that I'm, like, 
FaceTiming all my friends all day. It's me, Bob the Drag Queen, Monet Exchange, my friend Nick, sure. Bob, my friend Jacob. You know, it's just a bunch of homosexuals. And I'm just like, like my link, like my whole view of the world changes. And then I talk to straight people. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> it is weird. I mean, it's definitely, I, I feel that from like a stand up perspective, it's weird to not see stand ups. Like, it's weird to not be out at night and have that thing. Cause like, we're forced to go out every night and like we kind of forget that like most people go out once a week you know like this is only weird for people maybe on a friday night when they're like oh i would have been out right now us like monday through friday monday through sunday we're like oh my god i don't even like think to call certain people you know like that i would just normally run into I've been t- I've been checking in uh, on a lot of comics like Val at the Cellar, Liz, yeah, the Gnome, and I talked to like I've been seeing if Keith's okay. Yamanika and I talk every day. Um, you know Evan Williams. Like I'm I'm keeping in touch with certain comics, but and sure. Mia Jackson. But like it's just it's weird because yeah, usually we're so we're so like we have to have goals. I think that's why I become obsessed with this video game Fortnite because it gives me purpose. It gives me, yeah. I can see myself getting better and ranking up and moving along and practice. I'm like, Oh, I, I'm just trying to find myself in a rhythm again. Sure. I, I mean, I kind of do that with like, I've been taking videos out of this, out of this podcast and posting them on Instagram and I'm getting a little bit tunnel vision. Like sometimes I'll put up a video and I'll go, okay, it's up, whatever. I think it's funny. Now I'm like, responding to every comment and like and, and it's like and then jess will be like what are you doing i'm like I'm, I'm doing work and it's like me just like reading one comment that's like hey this was kind of funny i like the other one i'm going you like the other one i hate the other one you know like just like getting angry so it's like i i gotta find i think switch might be the answers to my prayer i didn't know that you know maybe that's where i need to go well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm using the best. I'm like not being very productive. Um, I <laughs> I try and feel better by donating to like food charities in New York, but that's good. Um, it's definitely helping me pass the time. And literally, like, I woke up this morning. I had coffee. I watched the news, and I Yamanika texted me. She's like, "I'm getting on." I'm like, "Great." I have before twelve thirty, and we were like gaming. And then you're you're in the game. Yeah, See, we call I, each I, other. I, we're fighting in the game. We're looking for guns. We're setting up for are, like. Are oh. you guys fighting each other, or are you? No, fight, with, you're like a team. We're with each other. We're in the. We're in a team. I would do anything to see a Mateo and Yamanika like talking over. I would watch that. To I have watch to get, you two I have to team up. Out, like, how to t- like Twitch or like like? There's a way that you can like videotape. I sound so old. There's a way you can videotape <laughs> live stream your games. I'm yeah. so bad with technology. Like I don't like someone tried to explain it to me and it was like, are you speaking Cantonese? Like I had no idea what they were well, talking. That, that is another thing with like this, like quarantine, like, like your friend with the iced coffee, like you got to like kind of try to figure this shit. There's a point where you find out how much you really care to do it. You know, right. like that guy finds out, okay, I do care to have an iced coffee. You know, right. like I, I, I sit here and like someone explains to me like Zoom and people were saying like, oh, maybe like uh, we had the Zoom thing the whole time. Yeah, you, but you didn't have a no one wanted to sit for 10 minutes to fucking have a, you know, somebody teach them Zoom. Like right now they just had they right. just had <laughs> even the name pisses me off. Do you Zoom? Fuck off. Uh, yeah. Get off. Get away from me. Yeah. Like I right. like they were talking <laughs> yeah. about like it, it, it was just Passover and I can't imagine teaching an old jewish person zoom like i can't 
a mat like I remember trying to teach like the fights I I would do anything to see like just like cuts a super cut of like Jewish grandma after Jewish grandma going what it's a zoom you press record what box am I in I can't just the the, the when it says like turn your audio on on zoom hot I can't hear anybody what are we doing here can I lift it up like so I, I, I just the Italians are the same except what we try so my grandparents are quarantined right okay. so only like two members of the family can go see my grandparents so I talk to my grandparents every day but I kept begging them I was like please get technology we want to talk see you yeah so my my aunt Christy finally came in the house gloves mask gave him an iPad and said you're gonna use this in FaceTime I FaceTime my grandma you would have thought that voodoo was in her living room. <laughs> she was so scared. She was like, I don't like it. This is the, 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 the. I'm like, grandma, it's an, I don't, this yes. is the thing, I don't know. The only technology my grandma has in her house is a toaster and she doesn't use it. <laughs> she, this is, she's just on the stove top using the fire by the technology so well the, i mean this is but that, that is there's like the angry grandparent like change fucking sucks and yeah. seeing the world go on without you fucking sucks too so i get it so there's like i don't it's i don't either, get tiktok and i don't plan on getting tiktok i'm on tiktok and i, I will say mateo you're perfect for tiktok I'm not i think perfect for, i don't yeah do, I don't, you I, are I don't do Mateo, the dance. Like- Mateo, let me just tell you right. You've already danced better than I, I've danced. Um, <laughs> Mateo, you, I mean, for those that don't know, Mateo's a a, a classically trained um, musician or what? How, <laughs> an, opera, an opera singer. Like you're built. You're hot. You have, you have a great body. You can sing. You can do art, and you can and and you're funny. So that you will have, I think you, if you went on TikTok, you would have a million followers tomorrow. But doing what? It doesn't matter. Hot people with good bodies are killing it on there. I just don't have the time. And you're funnier than anyone else. That's that's not true. I think I could do it if I did like, if I dressed up as Liza and just did one like new Liza thing a day. You'd be the Liza guy, 23, and everyone would be like, did you see Liza guy? I'm telling you, this app was built for you. Because I go on there, and I'm like the old fat guy. Like, what? Do I eat a sandwich here? Like, and I'm like trying to dance, and it's just awful. It's just an, an atrocity. Well, your Little Mermaid one, I was so... First of all, I loved it, right? <laughs> Thank you. That was... But that was, was, was so that was upset one. that you chose the Broadway version of Ariel so, singing, I was like, "Girl, there again." What happened? This is this is the problem with being old on there. Like, I get frustrated because I'm like, I don't know how to get a certain part of the song, like, so I couldn't use the regular song. So, like, I had to find one that was just like near the part I needed. But I, I agree with you completely. It, what's, it, the it's, part, what's the part you were looking for? I wanted just out there what the people are. Like, I wanted, like, the main line, but, like, all the 15-second versions. Yes. I wanted that while me looking out the window with my fork and my hair. Like, I want... And it's, like, (laughs) it took forever to get to that point. But I hear what you're saying. This is, again, this is me being old and afraid and not wanting to ask and not having the patience. But listen, 
Can I tell, can I, before we start the show, can I just say sure. real quick, I haven't had the motivation to create any content. I feel overwhelmed by people creating content and not in a bad way. It's like, I, I love that all these comics are doing like Sam sure. Morell and Sarah Tolomash and you, I, I just get like that, that anxiety inside. Like, what am I, I hear supposed you. to do? And I'm like, I don't, you know, the only thing I could think about doing was either um, figuring out how to record myself drawing. So if people were interested, like, that would kill over that would kill over TikTok too and Instagram. I love your drawing stuff. Thanks. I would love to like show people how I do a drawing, what the process is, or cooking. I have I I Yes I know how to cook. And I've been making all different types of pasta, all different homemade pastas, all different types of sauces. I've been baking Can you can you do this tonight? Do me a favor, make a cacchio, a pepe. Cacho a pepe. <laughs> I said that like such a Jew. You say cacchio. It's like I'm cacchio. <laughs> Make a caco, uh, a peppy. I wish uh, I was having a caco and pepe. <laughs> hey, any, any caco de pepe going through the house? Anything, girl? No, I am in full quarantine. Although, funny being on grinder because every conversation is the same. Hi, hi. How's your quarantine going? Good. You good? Into uh, bottom top. Blah blah blah. So. Now what? You want to see each other? Well, we can't. There's quarantine. I know. Sucks. Dot, dot, dot. And then there's that moment of like, are we going to be bad? I think everyone's kind of dealing with that on dating apps. Like they're like, and not, and they're not sure of like socially how it looks to like pop over for a suck and fuck, you know? I know. I thought about going on a social distancing date the other day where we would like walk six feet away from each other and then Bob the Drag Queen is like, if you do that, I'll kill you. Although I was so <laughs> depressed that I, I was from not seeing anybody. Bob yeah. and Monet were like, we're going to meet each other at the top of Central Park, which is halfway. We're all wearing masks and we're all staying six feet away from each other. And I saw my friends. And when I looked up from the bench, they were all five in a row, like in different outfits and poses waiting for me to see them. <laughs> and it really did give me life. I mean, I didn't realize, you know, outside of everything just just physically seeing your the face of somebody that you love and you're friends with will i mean for i've been alone for a month i have been alone of course of course and 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 even these zoom times like even us talking right now like i did like a zoom with like guys from college i haven't seen in 10 years like why are we even doing this and it's like oh okay i know why we're doing this and then i get hammered on it and I'm making fun of people and they're like half laughing, half uncomfortable. And it's like, you know, like, you know, the seller tried to do like a table, a Zoom that was like the table. And it's like, it's hard to get once you get there, you're like, oh, this is what I needed. This is just like you're saying, like, this is how this feels great. This feels right. And it's just before that you're going, this is so stupid. What am I doing? I, I think that's the same for a Zoom date. Like for the social distancing date, like I know it sounds stupid and not right, but like my brother was telling me, he's like, you know, I get in these conversations and I don't want to go on a Zoom date. And he's like, and I and I said, I go, that just means you're, you're not having that great of conversations with the people. And he was like, well, no, no. And I'm like, yes, this is just, I, I think for a lot of people, this puts you face to face with do like I, I think we could all agree like when you meet someone on a dating app grinder you know uh bumble whatever it might be you get to a moment where it's like shit or get off the pot the the shit or get off the pot moment though now is is a little bit more like 
real. You can't even like lie. You can't even be like, well, we'll do drinks next week. But if, if the schedules open up, then you just go home. You go, do I want to? Is this for real? Is this someone I want to get off the couch for? Now well, it's like. It's weird because usually a day is including a couple of things, right? Like a physical moment, not necessarily sex, but like yeah. seeing someone, hugging someone, greeting someone, seeing how they're, you know, I, I understand that video is different, but like unless all your senses are aligned, you have a harder time grasping what someone is like. Totally. So, I agree with that. Right. So you're sort of trying to, like, I've, I, there's a couple guys I'm talking to and, uh, you know, on my phone or whatever that I met on fucking Raya, which that app stopped matching me with people in Mexico and Barcelona and England. <laughs> what am I going to do? I, I so, mean, <laughs> you're li- you guys were in forced social distancing on that app. I yeah, right. Yeah. So um, it's it's weird. It's it's uh, but I, 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 I do. I, I do understand what you're saying, though. But like for those dates, like if you think of like the levels, like a date. A first date is like here. Let's say this is like the pinnacle of social of dating app. You know, getting if we're trying to get to first date and that's it together at a wine bar. Down here is you know meeting on the app. A, a, a FaceTime call or a Zoom call is in the middle, and like none of us want to agree to middles with people. We want right. to get to that next step, it's and it's kind of strange. Right? It's too it's too intimate at first. Yes, it's, it's weird. By the way, I just I do want to say, like, I know I'm complaining. But we're, we're complaining about pretty superficial things. Um, That's what this podcast is for. Right. But <laughs> I was at, so I was at the grocery store the other day. And this is you. I think you'll appreciate this. So, you know, when, when we're on stage as comics, maybe me more than some other people. But I tend to um, I'll snap at audience members who are not behaving accordingly, let's say. Sure. And um I haven't had an audience for a while. So we're in the grocery store and I'm walking around just grabbing a few things. And there was this woman, I'm in the Upper East Side, right? So it's this Mm. 40 year old woman, she's got a giant cart and she has filled it with 80 loaves of bread. Filled it, no (laughs) toppings, no mustard, no mayonnaise, no meats, bread. Fucking Aladdin over here. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you're not supposed to buy that much bread, okay? Yeah. Now. I don't know what that bread's for, so I'm not judging. I'm not judging based off that. You don't know if she's bringing it back to the orphanage where everyone gets their own loaves. You don't right. know. There's Annie and Peppermint <laughs> sitting there waiting for that. So, Annie and Peppermint. <laughs> you ever see Annie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a red tape on the floor. You're supposed to wait behind the red tape so everyone keeps their social distancing, right? So I walked up to one of the registers and realized of the tape. So I put my bag of frozen raspberries and just stood behind the red tape like they asked us to. Mm. So the woman with the bread is now there. And there's about a 65-year-old woman who is the cashier who has a paper towel around her face because that's the only mask she could find. This is a woman risking her life to bag our stupid groceries. So for sure, 80 loaves of bread for these people. Right. So I'm standing there just waiting and the, the cashier is yelling. And I'm like, what is going on? I look and the cashier is going, stand behind the red line. And the woman with the bread is yelling back, going, who are you talking to? You're not being specific with whom you're speaking to. Are you talking oh to my. me or are you talking to everyone? This is ridiculous. So I'm like, oh no. So, and there's an audience behind me. So 
I just look at her. I don't know what came over me, Jared. I, <laughs> I just like the thought of you looking at the people behind you. Don't worry. I'll take care of this. I'm a comedian. Uh, <laughs> I'll take care of this awkward social interaction. This is what I've been training to do. Right, because everybody else doesn't know what to say, right? No, no one's used to variables. Everyone's used to wake up, coffee, office, gym, home. You're like, oh my God, I got a juicy situation. Don't worry, everybody. I'll take care of it. I understand. Call and response. I threw on my cape. (laughs) Yes. So, I don't know. I really channeled my Aunt Cindy. For those who don't know my Aunt Cindy, she's a... Five foot tall Mexican Italian woman who, since my whole life, has been starting fights with people in public, and then comes okay. home and shares the story with us, and we all celebrate like, "Yeah, did it!" So I just turned into my aunt Cindy, listening to this woman yell, and I look at her and I go, "She is talking to everyone." There's a red line. Stand behind the red line. Stop acting like an idiot and cut it out. I mean, wow. Oh, my God. Here's my thing. I have literal chills. Like, I'm sitting here like, oh, to have that moment. Oh, (laughs) I was so I was she. First of all, she tried coming for me. But secondly, I I really. Yes. And and I snapped back so quick. I mean. You know, people don't know we're comedians, but we already have 50 jokes lined up. To we got stock lines. You got a whole you got a whole ch- uh, treasure chest of, of things that you can say. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing. And I thought about it. I'm like, I don't care if that bread is for Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> OK, I don't care who that bre- I don't care if it's for Annie. I don't care. who yeah. that. Bre- I don't care if it's for Mariah fucking Carey. Sure. You do not yell at a 70-year-old woman with a paper towel around her face no. when you know damn well what you're supposed to do. She said, everyone stand behind the line. And, and then this and, woman's trying to argue her. because and, all- and especially, you know that we're going through, again, weird times. Weird times. Time to start. When you leave the house, you got to be a little bit more awake. And and zoned in. You can't be la di da, you know, you know, love woman. You got to be okay behind the line, watching, looking, aware, six feet away. Like she's got to understand, she's in the time. She's walking into the world, not this other person. Right, right. And to the, she knew she was wrong. She knew she wasn't supposed to buy that much bread. Yeah. She knew what the woman was saying, but she's just not used to being treated that way. So she had to get her frustration out for her own ego. And for me, maybe I did something wrong. I admit that. But I thought these employees can't yell at her, but I can. You you can. And and you know what? I I have a a sixth sense for older Jewish women. And this feels like it might. She's like, I could just imagine her going, I have to learn a Zoom after this for Passover. It's like, I'm I'm the... White Anglo-Saxon. She was like a okay. white. <laughs> let's, let's do some emails. Are you ready, Mateo? Yes, please. I'm ready. Everyone needs to go follow Mateo at Mateo Lane on Instagram. Go, go, go. He's so funny and fantastic. And all the stuff he does, you're going to love him. And you should go see him do shows once we're out of this whole thing. Let's do it. Fiance shelter with my parents. 
J-Train, I had a question regarding my fiancé and his drinking during quarantine. Because of work, I've been sheltering in place with my parents for three weeks now, away from my hometown. My fiancé drove out from our, uh, from our out-of-state house and is now sheltering with my parents and I. It's great to have him here, but how do I get to the point across that he can't drink as much when he is at my parents' house as he does when he's sheltering in place by himself? I want everyone to have a good time, and I love a cocktail hour, but drinking beer from noon till bedtime isn't quite my parents' idea of a good fiancé. Is there any way to uh, to just temper it for now? Oh, this is a tough one. I have an idea. She could switch your email with his. What do you, what do you, oh, just send this to him? How do yeah. I tell someone that they're an alcoholic? You turn to them and say, <laughs> you're acting like an alcoholic. Yeah, it, it is weird because, you know, this is a tough time for anyone with addiction issues because you're just locked away. You're sitting here with nothing but time and nothing but vices that are sitting around the house. This guy doesn't sound like he's has an admitted problem, but, you know, it's easy to use the excuse of, Hey, what else am I going to do? It's uh, of course I'm going to drink from noon until I go to bed. Like I I I do understand that like she's in a tough position like to say to him, "Hey, uh why don't you not, you know, like I I I could understand how hard it is." Yeah, I think uh these are here. These are very trying times. This is not normal for people. Fiancés, married even married couples of 50 years and new couples to be with each other for this amount of time because all the worst parts of us will come out. The weird things we do, like, oh, I didn't, like, you know, like, why is he chewing his fingernails? You know, why is it, like, little tiny shit will start to get to you that's not supposed to, we're just not meant to be with each other for this long and this close without any kind of purpose outside of the house. So, you know, she's also in a weird position too. However, when it starts to come, first of all, he's staying, he's staying with her parents, right? Yes. So that's your excuse. That's your launch pad. You say you drink how you want in your house. You're a guest, not just in my house, but my parents' house. And I am trying to set a good impression with them of you before we get married. Please don't tarnish this during a fucking pandemic. And, And don't do it where you go, don't create the lie where my parents are noticing. Don't do that because then it puts all of you against him and it doesn't make him feel comfortable in the house. Just go, just say, hey, um, we can't start drinking and make it we like I you could even let them know like, hey, I, I don't want to start drink. I say don't say we because it's not. OK, we. I say you because you know what? This is also a time if there's someone I, I understand people have addiction problems, but if it's starting to affect other people within your family, yeah. don't put that blame on yourself, because I think a lot of times girlfriends will take men's blame by saying, oh, we and then that mm. gives him an excuse and softens it so it do- he doesn't see the problem. Because, yeah. oh, he said we, so next time she drinks too much, I can throw that back on her. It's like, no, no. Yeah, no I me. mean. I'm behaving uh, well, you're not. So maybe you guys create kind of a rule together. Hey, while we're at my parents, let's uh, hold off the drinking until 6 o'clock. Let's have work hours in effect. Right. I like, you, you could you, just... You're drinking at noon and no one else is drinking. I think that's maybe a good way. Like you are doing this at noon. No one else is drinking. It's making me look kind of embarrassed in front of my parents. Right. I think it's also fair to say too, like, hey, this is making me really upset. You're drinking 
uh, is too much. And we're at yeah. my parents' house. And if you want to drink, um, maybe we should des designate some times to do it. Like, hey, if you want to relax and have a couple drinks, great. We'll do it at 8 p.m. when my parents start going to bed. But yes. at 12 p.m., we're making bologna sandwiches. Yeah, this is bologna time. Right. <laughs> this, this is mozzarella time. Also, also going, asking him why he thinks 12 p.m. is the appropriate time to start cracking a beer in front of her parents. I think that's like a good question to ask because he might say, well, there's nothing else to do. Okay, well, then let's make mozzarella. Let's do something different because right now th that use of the time is making us look bad. Right, right. I agree with that. Yeah, maybe turn it back on him and say, you know, why, wh what are you, whatever you just said. Yeah. Like what, it, why are you, why do you need to drink this early? You know, make them think about it. Look, I think a lot of people are reacting really strange in this pandemic and we're trying to be as forgiving as we can, but under certain parameters, like in this situation, he's not at his own home. So when you're in someone else's house, if I had a boyfriend and I was at his parents' house, the last instinct I would have is to act like it's my own home. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He J sounds Train, selfish. Outside of it, it, it does. He sounds selfish. It, it's selfish. That's why the asking him why I think will help too. Just to go like, give me a reason. Like, are you a? Do you not like hanging out with my parents? And like, this is a way to get past it. Like, I'm here with you. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. Noom, I love Noom. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Maybe it's getting into your goal genes, having more stamina, or just treating yourself better. What if you could use one app for all of that? No more hunting for training apps, workouts, or calorie trackers. There's a new app called Noom, N-O-O-M, that will help you develop a healthy lifestyle for years to come. Their whole thing is about learning, not dieting. They want you to build better habits. I am a huge Noom fan. I'm using it now more than ever. I'm tracking what I'm eating. They have a huge list. They have one of the... Uh, the most comprehensive list of foods that you can put on your food tracker. And it's all in one place. What, that's what I love. They have a, every morning it's pinging you with a, like a new message. Hey, did you know this fact? Did you know that you could eat this and not that? Like I always love that book, Eat This, Not That, because I do think health is about levels. There's days you're going to have the oatmeal and there's days you're going to want the loaf of, of fucking uh, white bread. There's both of those days exist, and you want to know how far from oatmeal am I? How up the chain close to white bread am I? And I think Noom does a lot of that. Well, they'll go, maybe this will help you a little more. Maybe this will be a, a change that you can do. This is all about mindfulness and knowing what you're getting into because I get in trouble when I'm just walking around the house eating for no reason. And Noom gives you a reason, gives you uh, education that makes you think a little more before you put that thing in your mouth. I think this is a great way to kind of supplement what you're doing to try and be a healthier person because it also ranges. You could be the person that's really getting strict or the person that just wants to like be a better, more healthy person. Noom is there for everybody. Noom helps you change your habits, develop a new relationship with food. Noom is based on psychological psycholo psychology. Look, at I read that wrong. But Noom is based on psychology. I would agree with that 100%. 
It changes how you think about food, and that's really important. Take 10 minutes of your day to check in with their goal specialist. Noom takes a human approach. There's no judgment. It's all about staying mindful and doing what you can every day. At Noom, small steps lead to big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash JTrain. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash JTrain to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash JTrain and start losing weight for good. I would encourage you all to go check that out. You really have nothing to lose. And I think now nowadays where you have a little bit more time, you can spend a minute with Noom and just kind of check in with yourself. Go check out Noom. Noom.com slash JTrain. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com here with Mateo Lane. Help, my reserve boyfriend is making quarantine hard. Her Jared, lo- I'm a new list. My reserved boyfriend. What does that mean? I think we're going to find out. I- Hi, Jared. I'm a new listener and big fan of the podcast. I found it at the perfect time as I am, a f- as I am in a four-month relationship with my boyfriend and corona quarantine has cut the so-called honeymoon phase of the relationship short. We met at our college and are now in our hometowns almost a thousand miles apart for the quarantine. At first, the distance was new for us both, uh, for both of us, so we maintain constant contact through text and video calls and would express, express how much we miss each other. But now, almost four weeks later, I've been feeling uh, really insecure as he is a reserved person to begin with, and I hate feeling like I need a pressure into calling me first or making an effort to show that he's thinking of me. My love language is quality time and physical touch. So you can imagine how hard this has uh, been for me with even with such a new relationship. He's just uh, such an overall perfect guy for me, and I'm so happy with him. However, last night I even cried to myself to sleep because he wanted to, me to send nudes when he was very hor- when he was horny, and I said no because I wasn't feeling sexy and in the mood to, and it just made me feel shitty that he put more effort into that than to say something sweet out of the blue because I've told him so many times during this time apart that I miss him so much. Anyways, sorry for the ramble. I just want your advice on what and uh, what and if I should say anything to him regarding his lack of affection or and i just lonely and overthinking this uh any advice would help what do you think i think it's a combination of both i yeah. think that a lot of times straight men aren't very good at communicating their um uh vulnerability and mm. they communicate that through things like sex or things like anger or things like you know drink whatever right so um not just gay, straight men, gay men too, right? Men. Yeah. Uh, and I think that when you're quarantined and you're away, it starts to show what you need in a relationship. And so she obviously needs a lot of emotional stability so that she can feel secure. Like if she, if she felt he, she was getting her, the emotional stability that she wanted from him, if he sends her random text about like, show me your ass, I'm sure she'd be down to do it because she already yes. is working off the foundation of well, I know how he feels about me. We have those conversations. So I'm sure I'm right not now, just I'm not just ass girl. You know, right, right now she's way, just a place for asses. I am ass girl. So like if I'm in the middle of playing a video game and some hot guy that I barely know wants to see my ass, I will pause the game yes. and just show my aunt because I am desperate. But she <laughs> has a relationship with him. So uh, maybe she just needs to be vulnerable with him and be like, look, the quarantine's being strange for all of us. However, I feel like I want to be sexy with you, da 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 da. But I just want to know, like, where where do we stand as a relationship? And could you do you want to check in with me more than just like seeing my boobs? Yeah, I, I I think she has to let him know that she's upset. I think a lot of times 
especially with distance and when you're talking over the phone and the only interaction is I miss you, I miss you, I miss you. There's never an interaction where it's like he sees your face like not looking right or he sees you going, you know, kind of parsing through the words that you want to say. So it's hard to even know. So I, I think like she needs to say, hey, the other night when you asked for nudes, I felt badly because you haven't even said I miss you. So to me, it made me feel that I'm just your, you know, the 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 vending machine of nudes, <laughs> like, you, you know, like as opposed to the, you know, us having this you know basis of a relationship that led to nudes being asked for. And I, I the one thing I'll say to her, my love language is quality time and physical touch. I, I, I understand like, well, whose is it? To, I know, like, I, I this whole love language thing, I understand why she's, like, bringing it up because it's kind of in vogue and, you know, we all read a book and we figured out our I love mean, language. I don't like this idea of love language. I'm like, my love language is, shut up, shut up. It, 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 it makes it seem like this is your, like, when you bring up your love language, it kind of makes it sound like you're trying to, like, have, like, like, like this is your like disability or something. And it's like, no, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, like, right. like I, I'm a love language. And when you, when you act like it, it makes it feel like no one could understand when we all want physical touch. We all, you know, you both are far away from each other. You both have, you know, deficiencies from this, from this situation on his end. It's his deficiency is not being able to see that you're hurt. No, by his, not his is not being able to physically touch her. Yeah, and he wants to see some nudes, and he's like, "This penis has to do something." So it I, I, it doesn't sound like it's a situation where they don't know each other, and he's inappropriately asking her for nudes. They they have an established relationship in some sense. Yeah. He probably feels comfortable enough to ask for those things because he feels fine and they're that part of their 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 emotional stability, right? But she obviously doesn't share that, so she just needs to vo- vocalize that they need to find like yeah. equilibrium. She's definitely got to say something. And I think like there's this thing right now where we're not used to it. And you and I kind of talked about in the beginning, you're not used to this whole situation. So it might feel like you're over communicating, but nobody, no guy who enjoys you and wants you to be his girlfriend is going to be going to disappear because you said, Hey, I felt a little upset that you haven't asked how I'm doing. Hey, I you know like that's that that guy who leaves you after that conversation didn't want to be with you in the first place. I just want to say too that after this, I'm going to be flirting like a Victorian woman. Like we're all so afraid to touch each other. I'm like if I see like a man's ankle, I'll come. <laughs> Ooh, thy ankle brings brings fluid to thy penis. Thine. <laughs> just writing on your quill. This is, I I I'm just imagining. You're just going to be writing in your diary. We should all start sex diaries during this time. I don't. No one needs to know my diary. This, no, you just. But you, with Yamanika. I mean, <laughs> I masturbated again. Just you with. I just want to see you at candlelight writing with a big feather pen. <laughs> it would be an aria. I, play, I played Fortnite with thy Yamanika. <laughs> Mine would be and, two candlelights and just going. I would be like Barbara Streisand and Yensel just going with a candle in the middle of a forest. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Mateo lane at Mateo lane. Now I'm going to preview something before the end of the podcast. 
we are going to reveal our dating app makeover. Mateo and I are going to go through the profile that we were sent. We have a winner. We did a, we, so we did a little game. We asked for submissions of people who wanted their dating app profile uh, made over on the show. So you and I are going to look at their profile, go through it, we'll read the email, and then we've made choices from their Instagram of, of what we want to like replace theirs with. And if you want a dating app profile makeover, I do this on Patreon. So this is all to show you kind of what we can do over the, you know, what, how, what kind of fixes can be made. Uh, red flag or deal breaker? She wants you to throw away your fleshlight. Oh, I just got a fleshlight and I hate it. Why do you hate it? So my friend was like, because I'm like, I'm not going to be fucking anyone. And I'm, well, I'm hold like, on. Explain what a fleshlight is because we have a lot of female listeners. They might not be aware. A flashlight looks like a flashlight, but at the end of it, it either has like the, a mold of a vagina or in my case, an asshole. And okay. you stick your dick. They make stuff. asshole ones? Yeah, yeah. Well, what am I going to do? Fuck a vagina? I, I'd be like, I know. I, I, you know forgive I, me. I'm <laughs> freaking out. Um, but, Isn't that funny, though? That like I never thought of that. That like like I guess that's a whole new market for them. A whole you know. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm more of a bottom, but I'm alone. Um, and so my friends like you've got to tough get tough times call for de- you know tough times call for for all, we're all making changes. We're 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 not you know. We're, I'm gonna come out of this a dom top. There so, we go. But I got it and I used it once and it was a little cold and it's embarrassing because you look at the and it's huge. You look at it and you're like I'm not really turned on by this like a dildo. Yeah. I because you know what this is just like okay it's just like a flashlight well that's that's like sorry to interrupt but that's like the problem with porn porn will always do a close-up of the vagina and i'm like no i need the whole picture i don't want just a vagina i know they show close-up of assholes i'm like is this a star wars movie i need to (laughs) um but then when i was are we on tatooine (laughs) more precisely spaceport but (laughs) Uh, I was using it and it was kind of cold and I was like, I feel like I'm fucking a dead person. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, the cleanup process is like, like you have to get like, you know those like fire hoses they use in like firehouses? Like you sure. have to like sanitize it and there's like a dust thing. I'm like, I'm never using this again. So is it like when you get a, like an electric razor, how it comes with the oil and the little brush? Like does it come right. with like cleaning stuff? It came with a package, like a like you know those like lube packages, because you have to yeah. use water based lube, which like what is this nineteen seventy? So you know it's crazy. Been, I'm not, it's been I've used it once. I've had no need to want to use it again. So so let's uh, I so let's read the email because this comes from a dude. I've uh, I've been seeing this girl. He's a thirty two year old man. Been seeing this girl's a twenty five year old woman who's a little conservative in the bedroom. I bought her her first bullet vibrator for sex, but but also for her own masturbatory purposes, and she really enjoys it. I'm pretty open sexually, so I don't know. I don't think toys are weird. To be honest, I haven't used the, the flashlight in years, as it's a lot of work to warm up and clean after. So I can toss. So I can toss it and not think about it again. However, I would never ask a partner to get rid of a toy because I thought it was weird or made me self-conscious. What do you think? So he's asking, is this a like red flag or deal breaker? Basically, red flag, it's an issue, but you know, this keep the relationship going, or is, like, do you end it because of this? She is wants she, you to throw away the flashlight. Asking him to get rid of the flashlight. Yeah, I mean, like, and you're not he, my mother. Yeah, fuck off. And, and the thing is, it's it's interesting that he 
It would be. I think it's even worse from her end because he's. They've had conversations about toys. Right. Very obviously, he bought her her so vibrator. He them toys. I hate that. Like, what do you want to call them? Fucking Woody. Like, I just. <laughs> You're right. I. I don't. Yeah. This is. What would you call them? Um, Attachment. Desperation. That's it. I I would like that shows her ego. She's so insecure, and that's a sets up a multiple multitude of problems with him that she can't even handle the fact that he had a sex toy before he met her. Meanwhile, she's using a sex toy, so she's saying, "I want my cake and I want to eat it too. I want to be the only thing that you desire." It's like it's not about desire. It's that this guy every once in a while just wants to get off and go in his own fantasy world and let him do it. Well, that's kind of the back to what you just said, like calling it a toy is the reason this is like a problem because to her, it's like, oh, you want to play with your toy instead of me as your toy. No, 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 no. This isn't it's it's an attachment. It's a it's as it's as normal to me as a uh, uh, as a lamp. You know, this is just something to like get me I through the day as a lamp. Yeah. Oh, really? That's <laughs> this is nice. Um, yeah. So I, I think. I don't think you break up over this, but I think you have to talk with her and you kind of have to hold your ground. Like, hey, it feels as though this is an immature way to to handle a, a conversation about your confidence in the relationship and sexually. Like, right. we can talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Because it sounds like you're somewhat, you know, to me, what this feels like is you're jealous of this, you know, this attachment. Sure. and. When you two are two different things to me, one is, you know, you know, one is very, um, you know, this is a relationship. This has and feelings. I wouldn't, and this- I wouldn't even go because it's not that deep. I would yeah. say this is a conversation I'm not going to entertain because if you're this insecure about a toy, then you're then you're letting me know that I'm about to walk into a circus of hoops. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's it's it, it, like I I'm not gonna say we're breaking up over this, but I am saying you're giving me not just a red flag, but I am like swimming in one of those like what's the reddest thing you can think of? Uh, the wettest thing or the reddest thing? The reddest thing. I'm swimming in in um, pe- wow, this period period blood. Perfect. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. This is a, this is, you, I, I think a, a, it's a full stop on, this isn't about the fleshlight. The, you know, and I think you have to say, communicate that. I know this isn't about the fleshlight. You don't, we have to talk about us. Don't right. make it about the, me throwing away the fleshlight doesn't cure everything. Right. Right. Today's episode of the J Train Podcast is sponsored by Untuck It. Untuck It. Untuck It. When a guy wears a button-up shirt, they they look long and baggy like a poncho. It can be the nicest shirt in the world, but the bottom will all look wrinkly, wrinkly and billowy. You look like Ebenezer Scrooge in his nightshirt. You're not. Uh, you're going for cool and casual, but you look like a scrub. Why? Because most shirts were never designed to be worn untucked. Untuck It fixes the problem. It's the original untucked dress shirt designed with a shorter length to avoid that sloppy schlubby vibe i am a huge fan of untuck it it is the shirt i have been dreaming of my whole life and that is no exaggeration i'm a short torsoed wide-shouldered guy it is impossible to find a button-up that fits me and looks nice while being untucked 
that can also be worn out. And, you know, I, just my whole life, I remember I would have these, I would be like, oh, man, I want that look where it's the untucked button down, but then it would be down on my knees or be up in my chest. And it's just never worked until now. Look, the traditional clothes shopping experience sucks. Nobody likes it. You have to go to the mall, find a style uh, you like, hope they have your size. It's a mess. Untuck it. Gets it right. They have over 50 fit combinations so you can find the right look, whether you're tall, short, slim, athletic, whatever. And they have tons of options for material, designs, and colors. So no more rolling the dice at the department stores. Plus, Untuck It has free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. So you've got nothing to lose. You don't like the shirt? Send it back. No questions asked. Don't take my word for it. Untuck it for yourself. You can try Untuck It yourself at untuckit.com. Untuckit.com. Use promo code FEATHER, FEATHER, FEATHER to get 20, 20, 20, 20% off your first order. They even offer free shipping and free returns on all orders in the U.S. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com. Promo code FEATHER for 20% off your first order. Everybody should be on this right now. Father's Day is coming up. Your brother, your sister, your mama, your papa, everyone could use Untuck It in their life. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more email. Mateo, it's so good to have you here. Even virtually, I'm, 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 I'm feeling good. It's good to have you. It's good to have you here. It's nice to see you. It is good to see you. Let's do one more email, and then we'll go to the dating app profile makeover for the big finale. Work. Need advice from a guy. No, I'm out. Here's, uh, <laughs> time to, here's my situation. I was let go from the firm I was working for as an interior designer a couple weeks ago. I'm back in. It was, now you're in. <laughs> interior design? Uh, it was a result of the economic hits uh, the company took because of the pandemic. They made a lot of cuts, and my position was one of them. I didn't do anything wrong, and I consider myself to be motivated, hardworking, and good at my job. Since I've been laid off, my boyfriend has been pretty awful. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to put it, put it plainly, uh, some days he's supportive and says he's here for me and not to worry, but he just acts annoyed with me all the time. It seems like he doesn't want me around anymore. Like the days I do see him, it's it seems like he's only there because he feels obligated. I let him know I was feeling this way and asked what was up, and he just gets more annoyed that I ask. He seems less attracted to me, and when he, we have sex, I come on to him. He used to be very attentive in the bedroom, made sure I was, uh, made sure I always came to, and was vocal and passionate. Now he gets off and it's over. He doesn't say much and hardly looks at me. I'm really broken up over what seemed like uh, him falling out, out of love with me. I'm really upset about losing my job, and this whole world we live in right now is scary and depressing. I'm having a hard time, and he just doesn't seem to care. He says he's practicing, quote-unquote, tough love, but it feels more uh, like more than that. He doesn't check in on me. He used to text me all day, uh, all day long, and while I don't expect that to last forever, I hardly get anything. I, he told me last week he wasn't happy, but he wasn't going anywhere, and he wants to be with me. I'm confused, but I can can't talk to him anymore about it. I feel like he will get upset. So, my questions. Do you think he's just staying with me because he feels guilty about leaving me right now after losing my job? I say it doesn't matter what he's staying with you for. I say pack your bags. You're done. I mean, yeah. I just got out of something like this where it's like you start hot and heavy and then they start to pull away. And the second they start to pull away and you address it and they don't know how to they don't know how to answer you with truth, walk away. She just I mean, that was the Torah 
um, yeah. lists yeah. of things that like you don't want in a relationship. It's like, bitch, what's in it for you? Like, yeah. go, leave. Do you think and, he, and, do you th- and, and separate the job from him. The job has nothing to do with him, okay? I'm yeah, sorry because- you lost your job. Jared and I both lost our jobs. We are not working. Lots of people are not working. It is horrible, horrible times. But this guy is just adding on to a multitude of problems. Why are you entertaining it? Just send him a text and say, I am no longer going to see you. Goodbye. Yeah, I... I, it's it's interesting that she's connected the job so much to this guy. Let me read the rest of her questions because I, I think you're right. Um, I think what when she writes an email like that, that's just not the right partner for you. Right. Like and then and then she ends it with like, how do I be better? Like she's basically saying like, here he does this wrong. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. But is he losing interest in me? And it's like, well, it seems like you've lost interest in him. Right, right. Like, yes, he's lost interest in you. There's no question about it, right? Yeah. Number two, you don't want to be with him either. She writes, do you think he lost interest in me because of me losing my job? Do you just, no. do guys just stop being attracted to girlfriends? I've gained about 10 pounds since getting together with him, but he's a bigger guy and doesn't eat great, LOL. I know it's hard <laughs> to be with someone that's going through a rough time, but I haven't uh, been sulking miserably or anything. I just need expected to be able to lean on him emotionally, and he's not there. I would be for him. What can or should I do? I really love this guy and what we had. It seems unreal that all this just uh, gone away in a couple weeks and I don't want to let it go. I I would say this. The quarantine is not bringing out the best and worst of people. It's bringing out who we are. So yeah. getting a fast forward track to see the apathy that this man has for a relationship and not being able to deal with your problems. If you're going to be in a relationship, someone is not going to have to take care of your problems, but certainly help you through them. He's well, obviously showing you that he can't do that. Bitch, move on. Well, it, you know what's interesting about what you're saying? I love what you just said. Like, it, this isn't the worst or best of people. It's just who you are. And I think, you know, when people write into this podcast and they're like, well, why doesn't, why does he want to hook up and then not be in a relationship and have a label? And I always, and, and the word I've been using a lot lately is responsibility. He doesn't want responsibility for you. This guy is your boyfriend who signed up. When you become someone's significant other, it has the word significant. You are now their responsibility. Not just, and and, and some people, listen, some people take advantage of being someone else's responsibility. And that and relationships end for that reason. Some people don't know what that means. It seems like, and, and exactly what Mateo just said, where you you know you're not seeing the best or worst of him you're just seeing how he handles the responsibility of a relationship and it's not adding up to the partner that you're looking for and and i and the problem is she's like i'm sure she's saying to herself i've lost my job i'm not about to lose my boyfriend too like i and and that's not a real good way to go through life just because and and right now you're acting like you kind of work at his company you're like have i gained too much weight for the to to be the the girlfriend of his dreams Guys, you know, I don't think he would ever say like, oh, I've fallen out of love with her or I've fallen out of attraction for her. This is just the boyfriend he thinks is is the right one to be. The, and the most troubling part is that he said this is tough love as if 
acknowledging so, that. Which, by the way, I'm sympathetic for her. This guy's horrible. Like the things he's saying yeah. are horrible. And let me just also say this too. When you, you've lost your job, you have a lot of time to take all that energy. You're concentrating extra hard on this relationship. So your relationship from the quarantine and the loss of the job has a double microscope on it. So every yeah. tiny thing becomes a huge, right? You will save so much energy and time by letting him go. And you will be opening up so much more possibilities, not just love wise, but job wise, everything life wise if you release that toxic energy because now yeah. the only thing you have hankering you down to this world is a toxic waste yeah i i'm with you and i i understand why it's so hard for her she's sitting here thinking like just it, it, she's gonna go she's gonna go oh my god 2020 i lost my boy like i the story she's gonna tell at brunch is really gonna get a spotlight and and i don't <laughs> think she even wants that spotlight, but it, this is the reality. Yeah, she and he, and then he became a different person, and she's gonna have a real story to tell. Some people want that story to tell. She seems like she's like, oh, and now I gotta add this to the fucking story, and it's like, yeah, you do. It's and, and also if I if my girlfriend if I went up to Jess and I was like, hey, I'm just really feeling bad, uh, like I just need a hug, and she was like. We don't hug in this house. Tough love time. I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I need a different type of partner. Like, I, I, like this isn't... Some people might look and go, I really needed that tough love in my moment of need. I'm not that person. It doesn't sound like she's that person. Here, he, First of all, if I went to my boyfriend... Oh, that's right. Um, also, um, <laughs> I think tough love is appropriate in certain situations, right? Like, It's not a catch-all thing. Yeah, you're right. right. Like when someone, someone, for example, when someone gets broken up with, right? Like our friends that get broken up with, we give them one, two, three brunches to hear them fully out, complain, talk to them, give us our advice. When we're moving past a month, two months, and we're still hearing the same stories, my response to you will be, I said to somebody the other day who, who kept giving me the same repetition yep. of the problem. I said, that they said, here's the problem. You're now the problem. You've allowed yes. this to take over your life and you're not like, I've given you all I can give you. I'm here for you. But now you being upset about this, that is now on you. You don't open up with tough love. Like, like it's been two weeks since she lost her job. She gets a grieving period. He didn't even give her that. J train podcast right. at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Mateo Lane. So happy to have Mateo here yes. at Mateo Lane. Everyone go follow, go support. He's so funny and talented. Let's do a dating app makeover. You ready? I just be so, I'm opening up my email right now for it. So open up the email. I'm going to read it for the listeners. Okay. And then our, you know, Shelby and, and the team is going to put the picture on the screen for people to see while we talk about it. Okay. Um, for those of you listening, I do dating app makeovers on Patreon. So this is kind of, this is the interaction you'd be getting over Patreon uh, where we go back and forth over email. I take a look at your profile and then I go to your Instagram and make a couple choices and Mateo's going to help me out along the way. If you would like to get involved with Patreon, there's extra podcasts. I give personal advice. I also give dating app makeovers. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Here we go. You ready, Mateo? We Thank you for the constant advice and entertainment. Now that the feathering is out of the way, please help me with my dating app profile. I'm a 26-year-old in Chicago. 
Mateo, you're a Chicago native. Yes. I've been single for four plus years and have had a long train of douchebag dates. I try to meet people on the apps in person through friends. None have really peaked for more than two or three dates. They seem to be rather flaky or just simply not a match. I love going out and having a good time, but can also be at home and Netflix kind of girl. Please, oh, please help me. That is, she's got to stop saying that. Let me start right off the bat. This girl lives in Lincoln Park. She only yeah. goes out on Clark Street, and she's only meeting 23- to 26-year-old white dudes who love the Cubs, haven't quite figured out what they want to do in life, still living in the suburbs, or six of them yeah. all in one house. And wear zip-up hoodies over collared shirts. Yes, ma'am. She's, yeah, that's she's it. going to the Golden Nugget yeah. at 4 a.m. <laughs> well, to share French this- fries with her girlfriends, complaining that she didn't get any dick after she went to another <laughs> Irish pub. Well, that's the thing. I think Mateo and I are getting to the same point. Is like you have to be more yourself on these apps and and kind of uncomfortable yourself. So like when she says, and I can read it in that one sentence. I love going out and having a good time, but can also be a stay at home and Netflix kind of gal. So yeah, you so and every not. fucking everyone else. What do you, right. I like to go out and I like to stay in. Yeah, me too. What do we? Right. That doesn't. Who likes that, to go out all the time? Yeah, we all want to stay. Who doesn't like to watch Netflix? What are we talking about here? So I think right now you want to like, you know, you think staying in the current because her problem is two to three dates, nothing really connecting. That's because you don't give anyone the hint, the the part of the cliff to grab onto. You're only going to get guys that are swimming with the current as much as you are. So you're never going to get... I want to say while you're saying all this, I'm looking at her picture. She's fucking beautiful. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Tell by the picture with her and her friends. I'm telling you this bitch. She's at Red Ivy every Friday night. I know her <laughs> life. Yeah. I know you. It, I'm a Chicago native. I so let's go. You. Let's go to the first picture. It's her with her friend. They both look great. She's got the leg coming out of the slip move, which I she's love. Angelina Jolie from 2013 at the Oscars. Love, love it. Um, what do you think? I my only issue with this picture is on the apps. You're you're. We want to know you right away. You're Thank you're you. immediately with a friend. So which we have gotta, talked about before. Yes, we've talked about this before. Play, where's Waldo when I'm swiping, no. taking a shit? No, 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 no. I want to know where Waldo is right the fuck away. So here's so so I got so you got to be more Waldo and less wares. So <laughs> let's get rid of the friend in the first picture. Even though this is a striking, good-looking picture, we don't know who it is. And you have to understand, men are looking through these so quickly, and it's not them swiping; it's their penis. Swipe, 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 swipe. And then they go, what, did, what decisions has the penis made? And then they get to it. So let's go to the, her prompt. Best Halloween costume. She writes, Halloween is my favorite holiday, and I like to go all in every year. So my personal bests were when I dressed up as Wendy from Wendy's. What do you think of that? All right. Well, Wendy is a little Dorothy. And I think here's the problem. I like that she went for Halloween and did like a fun original costume. It wasn't sure. like Walgreens cat meow. Here's my ass, which is my Halloween costume that or yeah. royal. And, um, but I, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to skip ahead a little bit here. Every picture she's with another girl besides the one drinking by herself know. and half of her face is covered. Like, yeah, simple, simple, simple. Show your face, 
show be alone and a few photos mm -hmm. and the last photo you can show you and your friends so people know that well, you're second friend also also if you're gonna put like she does have the wendy's picture but it's way later in the profile way later so, in the profile so i would say you have to follow up your big wendy's thing like i do like the halloween thing i like that she's like that's my favorite i am a halloween girl because there's people that are in and out of halloween there's people that are medium on halloween there's people that are like i don't know just another thing to party she has set herself up as mrs halloween but also, she needs that picture unless, to be right away i mean you're not going to run into an issue about halloween unless you're dating a jehovah's witness like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're this, right this is a halloween Here's the thing. And every guy and guys love Halloween because it's you, but a little bit of a different, a little bit of a, like a, a change up on you. So it's yeah. like getting to hook up with you. Plus it's you doing something weird and a little kinky and a little off. And you're like, oh, wow, I get to date two different chicks with not worry about my phone. Here's the thing. I think that I think she's beautiful. I'm sure she's very smart. She does seem like she's got a good group of friends. She, yes, she is does. doing herself a disservice by making herself look more basic than she actually is. Totally Everything agree. Everything that you've said, I've seen a thousand times. You know what I'm saying? I like to go out. I like to stay inside. I've been on bad dates. Um, you know, uh, Halloween, I love Halloween. Is being a tourist in my own city exploring new places, uh, places and eating my way through the city? Like, Okay, let's think about Chicago. Like, what is something fun that you like to do in Chicago? Write down, you know what I like to do on my own time? I like to go to Lincoln Park Zoo and laugh at the penguins. That's yes. funny. Like, something well, that makes you stick out. So what Mateo's talking about, my ideal fake sick day, is being a tourist in my own city, exploring new places, and eating my way through the city. When you write the word exploring, you are now every chick in the world. The minute you write that word, no, so you they, are... You're not Dora. Like, no, no, no. You're, you're not Dora. Exploring. No one's putting on a backpack and walking to Bucktown. Like, all of no. a sudden, we're exploring. Like, you <laughs> went on some website and found that there's good pancakes somewhere on Pulaski and Belmont, and now but, you have to go there. And and that's the thing. What Mateo's saying when he says, I go to the zoo and I look at the penguins, that's a little weird. And that's a little, that's the type of weird stuff that people can grab onto that now know a little bit more than you. You have to be a little uncomfortable with what you wrote on the dating profile because when you get a little uncomfortable and you think not everyone's going to like this well that's a good thing now you've sussed people out and when they respond to it you know who's responding honestly and dishonestly when you say when you put being a tourist in my own city and exploring new places any jim and joe can respond to that and sound like they're on the same page. That's right. why you're meeting a lot of Jims and Joes. Right. You want to meet some Mateos. And it doesn't you want to meet me, somebody if I that's see this girl and I think she's interesting. And of course, you know, women, you can't say hi, how are you? You have to have a whole speech prepared. A whole I have thing, nothing yeah. to work off of. Yeah, I like to stay home and go out and yeah, I explore my own city. Like there, there's no exploring. You know what I mean? There's just sort of like taking recommendations from different blogs that you like about the prettiest brunch places. So I think she's going to do herself a disservice. Number one, get rid of all these other people in your pictures. Just have yep. yourself. Number two, find something interesting and you know you're interesting. I can tell just by looking at her that she's more interesting than she's making herself sound. Find something that you can put down that's clever. It doesn't have to be weird. Like my left toe looks like, you know, but something yeah, no, but interesting. Something Something that you maybe wouldn't tell someone on the first date. So right. you have to come out with information and say, and like, even when we go down to like another one of her responses, I mean, how ridiculous is this? My love language is quality time and physical touch. 
I mean, we just talked about this. We just talked about how this is everybody. You got to be you more than everybody. So I would even get rid of the love language one because no guy even gives a shit about that. Um, you you want to get my love language is deep dish at Pequods. And if you're from Chicago, yeah. you understand that. There you go. So again, specific, interesting, depthier. And, and I know you're saying, well, it's just a dating app. Well, if you take it as just a dating app, you're going to meet just a guy. So right, you have to meet someone that's a better, met. which is all she's met. So I think, uh, Mateo, show us the picture you chose. You're going to send it to me. So the one picture that I love that she should open up with, and this may just be because I'm a huge faggot, but I mean, but this stunning is, girl. Work I mean, it. yeah. Stunning. What is she on a runway or something? It doesn't matter where she is. If she could be can at you a grocery send me the, store, she is can you, working it. Email me the link to that because we're going to put it, we're going to flash it as one of hers that she should put in. I chose this one. I sent mine to you. Um, and it's her with three other people but i think they're that those are people that could be cropped out this is an even better display of the slit leg dress than she did in the first one I'm do you see the one i sent to you see fuck, she's got i know she's got a lot of friends she's a, the girl it's right it's uh the third row down girl i see it it's this one yeah get rid of those people crop them out and now that's an alone picture that's striking, gorgeous. That's one they're gonna go that a guy's gonna look at and go, "Wow, I know exactly who she is." Get rid of those douchebags with the you know the with the whatever, and let's make that happen. And can I say something as a Chicagoan? If you're trying to meet interesting guys, you can't be hanging out as a Chicagoan on Michigan Avenue because that's where that photo was from. And number two. You got to stay out of Lincoln Park. You got to stay out of, of Wrigleyville. Stay out of those areas. Stay out of Bucktown. Stay out of Wicker Park and think, where can I think outside of the box? Where's someplace interesting that I can go to? The Chicago, there's so many places that aren't just yeah. on the red or blue line that you can go to that have so many interesting people and so many crazy things happening that, you know, try and explore other areas, other things are, there's always something happening in Chicago. Go to the Green Mill on a Friday um, night. I know that can be kind of touristy, but it's like, hey, at least you can watch people singing jazz and dancing and doing something cool. Like, there's just different things I think you can do besides like these places. I'm not saying she's it, going there, but you've got to let me know if I pinned her. Correctly. <laughs> well, I, I, it does seem like her, her dating app profile was sponsored by Thrillist. Like it was just made, it was a, from a list that was like hottest places in Chicago, drink. which is great for me to go to when I go there for a weekend. But like when you're living there, you want to be, you want to feel like you've grown from the ground and that you weren't just placed there off of the conveyor belt from state school you. Right. Mateo Lane, thank you for coming on. Thank you for helping her with the dating profile. Go follow Mateo at Mateo Lane on Instagram. So funny, so talented, so amazing. I love having you on, man. It's great to see you. Thanks for having me. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every single day with your podcast. Keep telling your friends. Keep sharing it. Share, 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 share. We'll be back next episode. Boom.